When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Let's begin this hour's e-news with streaming services this morning. Yeah, how much are you doling out every single month for streaming services? There are dozens of them out there, more coming, including Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, Apple TV+, and one from NBC Universal. So where is your tipping point? Poll was done. 2,200 Americans were asked. And looks like two-thirds of Americans say they already have one to two streaming services like Netflix, Prime, Hulu, and Hulu and HBO Now. One to two is the majority? Yeah. Okay. And then a little over a quarter say they have three to four. Only 3% have five or six. 1%. Have seven to eight, one percent have nine to ten, and one percent have more than ten. So you gotta more really like to watch TV. I have about six, but I pay for two, and that's eighteen dollars and twenty five cents a month. And how and many do you, you actually have... use? We use them all. Yeah, but you mm-hmm. dabble with other people. Like you give out your Netflix password, and then they give you their Hulu. Correct. So that's how yeah. it like shares across everybody. Yeah, there's gonna. Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of time before they put a stop to that business. Well, until then. Till then, enjoy. Well, like Netflix allows you, and so does Hulu, to uh, create profiles. So, like, this yeah. one is for us, and this one's for mom and dad, and this. And one's I really for get brother. upset if somebody else clicks on my profile and starts watching something else. And then they watch the alien because it messes up your it does. lineup. It messes up my yeah. algorithm because it starts sending me stuff like you watch Garfield, and I'm like, I didn't watch Garfield, but my nephew Zach did. So now I start getting all these like kids movies when I see that as like my adult television. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if somebody, if you and your significant other are watching a show together and one of them skips ahead yeah and you're going through the episodes trying to figure out where did i leave off oh i must have watched this and then you're like wait a minute yeah, you did it somebody skipped ahead well you need to come home more often <laughs> <laughs> well you know these crazy people that do have 10 or more maybe they're not that crazy because on average it's 12 dollars a month so they're only paying $120 a month, and you can pay a heck of a lot more than that for cable. Yeah. For the moment. We still got four more streaming services to come, so add another 12 times four to that. That's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, what are you willing to pay? What are you willing to pay? That's the question, man. Um, poll found a lot of Americans who stream media pay for three services at a collective price of 37 a month, and... The impression that they're giving is is that's too much. Mm. What people would like to pay for three is seventeen to twenty seven. The sweet spot is twenty one bucks a month. Twenty one bucks a month. That Isn't sounds right. reasonable. You have to get your internet though, still from like an external 
whatever in order to watch all these streaming services, right? Like you have to be a provider. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to so factor another, that in. Yes. That's why I was like, it's got to be more than 120 because you have to pay the $60 a month for your internet. Oh, yeah. It's well, going up. Just prepare yourself. Disney Plus is going to start out at $7 a month when it debuts. And then HBO Max, which is the channel that will have friends, is going to cost as much as 17 So the office will be on NBC Universal. And we don't know. Sarah Michelle Gellar. And Selma Blair have been friends since Cruel Intentions. That was 20 years ago. Hard to believe. 20 years ago. Boy. And, uh, yeah, and it's been a year since Selma Blair was diagnosed with MS, and she is relying on a lot of help from her friends. Mm. And Sarah Michelle Geller is coming through in a big way. She has helped out by organizing a weekly food train for Selma and her eight-year-old son, oh. Arthur. That is oh, so that's cool. Nice. Yeah, Selma said, I get weekend meal packs like I've never feasted on before from Reese Witherspoon, from Constance Zimmer, and so many people I didn't even know. Wow. Right? That's great. Right? Sarah's just setting it all up. Her friends are just doing this to feed me and Arthur, she says. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Really cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, by the way, the actor Rutger Hauer passed away yesterday. Uh, for those of you who are Blade Runner fans uh, or the slasher, the hitcher, you'll remember him. He died last week of undisclosed causes. He was 75. Here is a clip from his famous Tears in Rain speech from Blade Runner near the end of the movie. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tenhauser Gate. All those. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Moments will be lost in time like tears in rain. One of his more famous scenes, uh, some of the lines from which he improvised in that movie. Again, he died of undisclosed causes. He was 75. Well, the Hollywood Reporter has a profile on Leonardo DiCaprio. And there's a, a little note in there about how some crew members on the set of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood were instructed to avoid making eye contact with him. <laughs> Don't know if that was at Leo's direction or if it had something to do with his performance, but it definitely doesn't seem normal in a professional setting, right? Yeah, but at the same time, people probably do act weird around a guy like that, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I imagine they're either, yeah, they're just, yeah. Kind of googly or staring, just enough to make you feel uncomfortable and you're trying to work and... 
make you feel like you're, you're obligated. Yeah, he probably would feel obligated to have an interaction with them when right. he's obviously focused on trying to do something else. And yeah. how often, you know, do famous people have... I mean, think about how many famous people that we've interviewed over time and have met. How many times do you think we've actually made an impression on them where they've thought, ah, this person is pretty cool? Never. Right. Knock it off. Right. It's, <laughs> you know, you know that. You right. know, I mean, you think about the, the goofy things because, you know, everybody has this crazy dream in the back of their mind. I'm going to have this moment with Leonardo DiCaprio. We're going to connect. And we're going to connect. And we are either going to become the best friends ever or he's going to totally fall in love with me at first sight. And we're going to end up married and I'm going to have his babies. Right. right. No, because he doesn't <laughs> marry anybody. Well, we thought that about George, George Clooney. Clooney. Right. I and feel like find like, the one. Don't you feel like he would just be so serious all the time? Like you he see seems him, like an intense. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd like that. Mm. But yeah. So on the flip side, there is a Hollywood executive that's saying, I've admired the fact that throughout all of his fame, he's maintained his friendships, his relationships, his closeness with his parents. He is truly a lovely human being. Hollywood can change people, and it really hasn't changed Leo. So there's the flip side of that. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, HBO has finally responded to the online petition demanding that they redo that final season of Game of Thrones with so-called competent writers. <laughs> and even though it has nearly 1.7 million signatures, sorry, no. There was actually never a minute when they considered spending $90 million in another year of production to reshoot the whole thing to appease the haters. Mm. Uh, an HBO executive went on the record saying, that, you know, there are very, very few downside, downsides to having a, a hugely popular show. But when you try to end it, many people have big opinions on how mm-hmm. it should end. Mm-hmm. And uh, while the petition shows a lot of enthusiasm and passion for the show, it was never anything we seriously considered. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, he did say, however, though, that the Game of Thrones prequel series with Naomi Watts is coming along well, and it's possible they could do another series. Mm. He says, I think we, we have one or two more scripts, but uh, we're going to see what gonna, happens with this one. I'm just going to hold on to hope because there are some Stark kids floating around out there that maybe. We'll come back and revisit and see what their characters are up to. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.